Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome back to Hospitality Queens with your favorite two hospitality gurus. I'm Erin. What up? It's Whitney. And welcome back to another episode. If you haven't already, please stop and go check out our YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe to Hospitality Queens podcast available on YouTube. So how's your week going in hospitality? Or last week, should I say? Um, Good really have no complaints i feel like it was a better week than the week before so that's always good awesome so today we are doing agua so cheers to a great week we made it through yeah love water (laughs) um last week i didn't do any events i decided to just do my normal um, project management day to day. And um, I did have a recap dinner with the couple I did their wedding for in July. And that was amazing. We went to a place called Suburban Yacht Club. It's out in the Dallas or no Plano area and like our little river walk Granite Park area. Really cool restaurant, really awesome, like co- like specialty cocktails. One had a little floaty on it, little tiki drink, stuff like that. So that was really nice and fun. Very um yacht club it was very yacht clubby so it really did mesh with the name so that was awesome um and over the weekend i got to go see one of my friends out of town so my hospitality week was very much light and i took in all the service it was great that's lit how was your time out of town it was amazing went to chicago saw deanna i'm wearing blondie's hat so if you guys haven't already checked blondie's out on instagram if you're in the south florida area um chicago was amazing amazing weather when you're coming from 108 degrees so to go to 80 and it's brisky is pretty much amazing mm-hmm. um and it's like my second like midwest type of city i went to indianapolis which was cool too so i really like the breakaway from the heat it's really nice um had a really cool times did like little tours and um little stuff like that and it was pretty amazing i definitely want to go to chicago again i feel like it's you need a little bit of time there because it is a lot to like it's it's a big city um but the architecture was pure amazing we did like an architecture tour mm-hmm. um got lots of great footage from that um but other than that it was amazing just yeah my friend amber is from there and she's always talked about taking me there um i'd always want to go with someone i always like if there's a city i want to go to i always want to go to go to it with someone who's from there or goes there a lot um so yeah i've always wanted to try all the good food heard the food was fire there too yeah food is really good and it's just really chill to be honest like you would think such is so busy that like it would just be a little like rambunctious and i didn't get that vibe at all it's definitely mid because in the south like South be lit, like, and even my friend was saying it too, like, South people just hate different, and I think, like, something in our energy is just a little bit more intense, and over there, it was so mellow. I just felt like I was in the burbs all day, and I was not in the burbs. I was in the city, so just very relaxed and tame. It's mostly touristy, so that was interesting to see that culture. It's not yeah. as, I feel like it's not as they make it seem, which that's every place, you know, um, but I think it has its own vibe. Yeah, or it could just be the area you're in. I'm sure there's some areas where it's not, you know, not as tame. So, yeah, like non-touristy areas, probably. Um, so, yeah, I could see that. I had a, um, went to a show here. It's like a live podcast. And when they came on stage, they were like, where is everybody at? Where are the black? Like, they, you know, if you're not from here, you don't know where, like, the lit parts are. You just go to, like, 
you know, the places that they tell you to go, the touristy places. So it is like more chill and everyone's like, you need to go here, you need to go here, but they don't like broadcast those places to go to for tourists. So it'd be different because what Amber be telling me, it'd be lit. So it's probably just the two different sides. So shout out to Chi-Town. Shout out. And you went to ATL for a concert. How was it? Lit. It was a lot of fun. ATL is always fun to go there. Concert was fun. I've seen Snoop and Wiz before, and I just always, you know, I knew it was going to be a good time. Um, who else was there? Too Short was lit. Warren G was lit. Um, they brought out Lady of Rage. That was cool that they did that. She looked great, um, actually. And then it's so funny, I was talking to my sister today, and I was like, yeah, they brought out this guy. His name was King George, and she was like, oh, my God. And I'm like... Yeah, don't know who that is. And she was like, what? I'm like, yeah, don't know who that is. But they, Too Short brought him out and Snoop brought him out during his set. But to me, his song, his music sounds like, um, like cookout music to me. Like, it's not like my vibe, but it's like something you would hear on like, here, like the, the station is 99.7, like old school soul music. So it just has that like essence to it. And I, if, if I've ever heard his music before, I probably thought it was like an old song, not a new song. Cause he's has like a old soul type of voice and he's like a young, probably in his twenties or thirties. Um, so shout out to him. I had no idea who he, who he, who, who he was, but now I know who King George was. I was surprised that Snoop brought him out during his set. And I think I saw on Instagram like later on that he was on his stories and stuff. So. I guess I just didn't know. So maybe I'll tap into his music. So yeah, it was fun. A lot of fun. Nice. Love it. Shout outs to the ATL. Always coming through with some great artists. Can only imagine. ATL, shout out. Did you get some good food? Did you try any cool spots? Yeah, food was good. I can't remember any of the places right now. Um, but yeah, really good food. Um really good vibes for the food and just like the um the vibe of every place we went was good um I'll have to maybe next show talk about it because I don't have any of the stuff in front of me that I was gonna use but um yeah it was fun but I can get more into it on our next show awesome um any travel tips for the peeps anything that you find that you maybe traveled a little bit more effectively this go-round maybe in popping up them suitcases real quick so any cool tips you can share with us if someone's just taking a like a quick trip or something that you found that was helpful for you in your travels um um i don't know i just think plan like plan plan ahead plan your outfits don't just throw stuff in there plan what you're gonna wear so it's easier for you to pack and put your stuff on when you're out of town. Um, and like check the weather where you're gonna, like a, check the weather of the place that you're gonna go so you're prepared for that. Um, yeah, so just plan, plan ahead with your outfits, put them all together, try them on before you go if that helps too. Um, yeah. That's what I would say. Tie your clothes on and make sure you check the weather. 
Love it. Love it. Uh, if you're traveling in the summer, it's a couple more weeks left of summer travel. If you don't have to pack that much, I suggest carry-ons. Like, be a minimalist. Do carry-ons because I've seen a lot of people's shenanigans go through with their luggage, mm-hmm. uh, even in the flights I was on. And so it's like, obviously, yes, we want to go crazy. But if you don't have to, if you could be more minimalist, if it's a quick trip, definitely do your carry-ons. It's so much more easier um, to get on and off the plane, as well as just like knowing that you're going to have what you need for that particular mm-hmm. situation. And mm-hmm. I find that like, even if like the plane, the aircraft is filled with the top when they can't have you carry on, your stuff goes on last. So you still come up winning when you go to the baggage claim because mm-hmm. yours is first. And so that that's happened to me where literally it's like, okay, we don't have any room on the overhead, but like I give my luggage and literally mine's is like the third one coming out. It's actually quite beautiful. So mm-hmm. um, be as minimal as you can. And really like uh, if you're traveling with people that you don't like live with or close with, or you're not traveling together, make sure you guys just like connect and see like what's on the itinerary. Cause I find that it helps not to overpack when you really can have a visual of like what's going on. Even if that doesn't mean you have a plan, that's okay. You could still visualize like, okay, like I don't have a plan, but I don't want to do nothing fancy or I don't like just some type of vibe that you're trying to seek. It'll help um, with the packing situation because I did Mm -hmm. fabulous and it was really light, but it was just like, okay, um, my expectations were uh, like there as far as like what we're going to do and um, bring some tennis shoes. I know the girls like to be all cute. And all that, but walking is not a bad thing. Park, walk, enjoy the new energy of a new place. Yeah, so, I, I feel like whatever's in like your um your airport fit. I mean, I guess people can wear sandals, I guess, to the airport. Um, but yeah, comfy airport fit because you can utilize whatever you have in on where to to the airport on your trip. So your sneakers that you could wear to the airport could be a part of that or what have you. So yeah, comfy airport fit and you can mix and match that stuff throughout your trip as well. Or wear the the whole fit on your way back. That helps with packing mm-hmm. too, one less outfit. Yes, big facts. And y'all sanitize your outfits when you come from the airport because let me tell you the coughs are coughing. Mm-hmm. Like people are back. Um, I haven't really been keeping up with the news, so don't quote me, but I know some illnesses is going on right now. And then when kids start school, it just brings snotty nose kids. So take your take your immune supports and stay as healthy as you possibly can because traveling people, things like you just got to sanitize like you'll be straight, but you just got to mm-hmm. do your best sanitizer in the pocket, all the things, because let me tell you sitting next to someone that's coughing I actually for the first time ever had someone they weren't in my seat but they were right across that was like that had to do the the little vomit bag which was like it's my first time ever seeing anyone use it obviously they're always there for our use but I never really seen anyone have to utilize it and let me just tell you like our plane was going through some things where I just couldn't like go to the gate it was just it was like the one prolonged experience ever and of course, this girl is right here about to like hurl her soul out. And it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was really making me feel away. And I know like her sickness was beyond her control. However, 
it's hard to watch other people be sick. So I don't know what y'all doing on your regimen, but make sure that vitamin C is way, way up. Take you some elderberries, some sea moss, whatever you got to do. Keep it up because just looking at that made me sick. Yeah, <laughs> and I know it, it was not in your, not like she did it intentionally. And I totally get it. sometimes we can't do things like we can't control everything. But mm-hmm. I think like how you start is like the way things will go, you know, for you. So I'd rather like not eat before a flight versus like risking eating something and feeling away on the plane. I would, I will starve in a minute and eat when I hit my destination. So, um, herb is herb yeah, life. That's so. her. That's it. I know. I felt really bad. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for her because she was really going through it. And it was like the one time that you actually don't get to go to your gate quickly. Like we were having troubles getting to the gate for like a minute. So we were really stalled for a while. And I'm like, man, out of all the times that you probably fly and you go straight there and it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. I know that she wished that was her and that was just not the case. I felt so freaking mm-hmm. bad for her. I'm like, it's I'm like, I never go through shit like that, but like literally just waiting on the plane. I'm like, man, she going through. Baby girl mm-hmm. was going through it. So mm. we made it off alive though. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. And hopefully she's doing well as well. Yeah. Um Another travel tip is TSA is hitting different lately. I'm not recommending shorter airport times, but I am kind of recommending shorter airport times. I feel like they used to say, oh, go this time. And I'm like, nah. TSA ain't even, I went to like a really big city, which I was really prepared. I was, Chicago's airport is disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Um, but it was easy. Like, I made it in that thing real quick, like, and I was very impressed. I was very impressed because I just was expecting the worst. I actually was freaking out that I wasn't there on time, even, like, two hours before. But mm-hmm. it was so breezy. So I've come to the conclusion, even, like, on a, like, a rough day, going through security doesn't take an hour. Like, maybe at some point it did for somebody. I don't really know, but that's never been in my experience, even when I'm crunched for a time. So... I, I think it's probably live, just like but... a general rule because anything can happen. Like, cause you never yes. know until you get there. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's like a good thing to do the two hours because you never know. You may come in and that'd be crazy. Some could have like, you know, you just never know. But yeah, I went, I went to New York and um, JFK was like so quiet. There was nothing going on. I'm like, wow. And on TV, it seems like this is like a crazy thing. Everyone's running and it was like, so chill like nothing crazy going on it was quiet actually it was really weird so yeah i think it just depends on the day and just what's going on like Mm -hmm. because i feel like what was american always has a lot of stuff going on with their stuff like i remember like the american airlines they had like their like check-in line was crazy like so many people and like when you come into the airport like i can't remember which airport it was but it was like they were the first line there and we were like, oh my God, like thinking that was our line. And then this guy was like, are you American? And we were like, no. And they're like, oh, come around. And it was like easy breezy for Delta and everywhere else. It was just American had so many people. It was crazy, the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I don't know. I feel like something else I saw, I don't know if it was American or Southwest, 
but someone he's like an influencer or something that he was online posting about them like how his experience was horrible and i'm like i keep seeing that about american and southwest lately like they're having like really bad issues with their flights and their customer service so maybe it's just the places because i fly both of those i fly well american pretty much all month and um i actually don't ever have problems with american however i am a carry-on so if you guys got a lot of big bags and stuff and you're deciding to be late because what i have learned is a lot of people decide to pull up late like i'm speaking when you have bags to check it don't really work out like that and you want to rush but then you don't know how to use Mm -hmm. the kiosk game changer with american you can use the kiosk okay let me tell you how american work use even southwest the same ones you use the kiosk and you go ahead and have everything ready to go you go through the line the problem is that people act stupid or people act needy and people act like they don't know how to be self-sufficient and they don't know how to use a kiosk and they're on a time crunch well now you're setting other people back and that's what happens or your bag is over i've had my bag over and so Mm -hmm. they try to give you grace but you got to be able to mentally be like okay if i had to take one or two things out of my bag you need to be prepared for that because Mm -hmm. that's what say like otherwise i would have had to go through the line again and go Mm -hmm. through all the stress but like literally like i had already in my mind like it was giving heavy okay it was giving heavy but i wasn't go- you don't know till you know so mm-hmm. i did it anyway but then i literally had like i knew something i could take out that had the girth which was like my makeup bag mm-hmm. <laughs> of course it got pounds on it take it out and it was easy but i feel like what happens a lot with these people when you have to go to the counters is y'all don't be being self-sufficient and most of the time people when you play when you're using those flights like it's probably for affordability, you know, because you didn't pay for whatever else you needed to make you go quicker through it. Because mm-hmm. Southwest has like early bird check in, they have options for your service to be expressed, but you don't want to pay. And so then you also don't know how to utilize the tools that are given. I've traveled mm-hmm. a lot and like I just don't feel like I have those problems. If anything, the problem is always me. And I can say that if I'm having an issue, it is, it is me. It's not the service. No one's mean to me. Even when there is an issue, I'm not mean. Um, I even almost witnessed a Karen situation and it did not escalate. And I'm very grateful because y'all have been watching the TV in the airports. And y'all, it could have went really bad. It could have went really bad. Like it was at, right at the gate where like I'm in the next group and and they're just going back and forth. And I was like, this could hold up the whole flight, you know, because of someone's issue. And I think ultimately, like, our customer service people are only going to be as great as our customers are. And in that aspect, like, customers are not always right when you're running late on your flight. That's not their problem. Or it's not their problem that you overpack. Like, some stuff is out of their control. I think the airline industry, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Like, I really feel for those people because... What was it? Remember they had that Southwest show back in the day where they would like give you the inside scoop on it. I would love to see that now, but it'd probably be a little bit too much for our eyes. But they go through some different stuff that we can't, we really can't imagine. Maybe we'll have a, a flight attendant come on the come on the show because I would love to know how that feels for them. Like they do their best and they do get tired too because they've been up maybe a couple cities and a few hours. But mm-hmm. people are extra. Like people are getting up. Going to the bathroom, 
like right at takeoff when the seatbelt sign just came on. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that's dangerous. You don't even have a flight attendant up. But I've watched them like not say anything to someone. Like even I had this lady that was sitting next to me with her bag, like which I always say, put your personal bag under the seat. Da -da -da -da. Like she didn't have her bag, but I could tell they were picking and choosing that battle. They picked and choose that battle and they chose not to speak on it. And that lady had her bag in her hand or like in her lap the whole flight. And I was surprised. I was actually surprised. And I was like, damn, you know, they could they could say something to her if they want to. But mm -hmm. I think that like they were treading lightly. They were just like, I want to go in one piece. And that's sad, but that's the energy I felt because everyone was just like, mm -hmm. Like, they don't want to nitpick because of all the stuff that you guys see online right now. I wouldn't want to mm -hmm. nitpick either, to be honest. I'd probably be a little meh because I want to just get to where I'm going to. And so people are so combative, you know? Mm -hmm. So, or I they may, or she may have been like a special case and they may we already knew, like, not to, like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, they just knew sure. that she couldn't put her back down or like she could be like, you know, there might be like a one off, like, sitch or something That's like true. that. So, That's true. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Maybe you couldn't sit up there, or maybe it could have been something that she couldn't have in there, or something like that. So maybe it was that because yeah. she was she was sitting next to me, and it wasn't no mm -hmm. special case. It was no like weirdness within her because obviously when you're sitting next to someone, you're really much in their space. But I think that like she seemed logical. Like I probably mm -hmm. wouldn't have like you know pressed it because she seems like she seemed competent. I mm -hmm. guess like and doesn't give you the energy to argue that. So it was like okay like let me just not bother her as well because it's like sometimes you can read the room like mm -hmm. some people got that face where you're just like like I feel like it'll be fine and so I don't even want to touch it like she was fine like she didn't do anything weird but um it was just interesting it's very interesting yeah. situation so yeah. shout outs to everybody traveling if you have had some bad experiences with airlines we sorry for you. Frontier has probably been like the worst airlines that I've ever taken on, but um, hang on tight. And if you guys know a flight attendant friend that'd be, um, have some great insight, give them our email so they can hit us up, hey at hqs.gmail.com. Tell us some stories. Give us some tea, honey. What's I actually know someone that came to mind. We went to school together and we actually used to be like super close um, and he works for Delta. And um, he was just a funny person in general. So I feel like he would be someone good to share um, his stuff. Because I feel like he says stuff on Instagram sometimes. Um, so I feel like he would be someone fun. Shout out to Harold. And just some good stories from us back in the day would be pretty funny. So I'm going to hit him up. All right. Love it. Here for it. Um, do you have maybe just a tip since I know you're kind of out of pocket on your phone today? A tip for what? Just a tip for life and or an affirmation that you know by heart? Um, no, my travel tip can be my tip. I don't know any affirmations um, uh, by heart. But yeah, plan ahead. That's my tip. <laughs> plan ahead. Plan ahead on your life and don't allow some other people's energy to change yours as you go through life and explore and do you allow people to be right where you found them and leave them there respectfully 
Um, my affirmation is I give myself um, time and appreciation for taking breaks. So um, I may give myself a much needed break. It was amazing. Um, and I need to do that more often, spend time with the people that um, are down for me and never switch up. So shout out to the real ones out there and shout out to just making time for friends because that's the thing I don't do um, and I'm working on. I'm work in progress. I'm very much clear of that. Um, so it's all good to be in your bubble, but pop out that thing here and there. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, Real quick on them. Mm-hmm. The one fun thing that I did want to ask you, I don't know if we touched on it last week, but it was hotel versus restaurant when it comes to eating mm-hmm. and getting like service and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I was just curious on the perspective because I've been staying at a lot of hotels and stuff. And I find that hotel service just, it's just different. It's undescribably different um, mm-hmm. compared to restaurant. I think restaurant is more urgent. Um, I don't really know if I know the word for that, but it's more like, hey, I'm here to serve you um, with a sense of urgency. And then hotel, I find that it's kind of like lackadaisical, um, windy. I don't know. I don't think I know the words. So just like a, there. like a restaurant that's attached to the hotel. Yeah. Like, you know, you go down to like, uh, sometimes yeah. they're restaurants or sometimes they're just bars. Like every concept mm-hmm. a little different, but like they, they service something so they can even get you a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. They can get you a cocktail or they can get you some snacks, like whatever that little hotel be like, but whatever that service hospitality mm-hmm. pieces beyond the front desk, because I feel like front desk is just front desk. Um, mm-hmm. They're pretty easy, to be honest. Like, front desk just reminds me of, like, a host in a restaurant. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the same. They're setting the tone. They're giving what you need. They're very chill and mild and um, easy to talk to. Um, But then when you go to the bar side or whatever that side may be, because some places have, like, a cafe or bar or restaurant, whatever that may be, they hit different. They just hit different. And I, I have yet to go to a restaurant bar or a hotel bar that had me impressed with service. I've, I've yet to experience that. I don't know. I would have to really, I don't know. Nothing comes to mind um, about a hotel experience or anything like that. That's like bad or really good, like in that perspective. I don't know. But I did have a really good experience at the, um, in the Delta Sky Club. Um, and this guy, and it was like a smaller Sky Club, and he was like amazing. Damn, I wish I could remember his name, but like he was like the host of the whole thing. Like he was going around talking to people. Like I never seen that before. Like he was going to each table. Like when we came in, somebody mm-hmm. I don't remember. So they were like, "You can go over here to whatever," and he was like cleaning off a table for us, like to sit down. Like he was so like so nice, like talking to us, like throughout the time that we were there. That was really dope. Um, I have a really good experience. I feel like we even left him a, um, a review through Delta of how great, of how great he was. But 
that's something that stood out. Then when you said that for my trip, even though it's not a hotel, it's Delta, but um, I felt like it was running like a well-oiled machine and that was really cool. So that's like a good thing to see. Um, so yeah, I don't know about the hotel um, bar tip though. I feel like I don't think I've had a, a bad experience though. I don't know, but it could be real light. I feel like I only got drinks maybe. Yeah, I think I've only really gotten drinks and maybe like small bites, maybe. So it really wasn't anything too crazy, but I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind though. Yeah, mm. Hey, it's different shows for different folks. So yeah. I get it. I've just had a recent experience. So mm -hmm. um, just was curious on the perspective. If you guys have any insight, you can drop us a comment below or hit us up at H-E-Y-H-Q-S at Gmail. And if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram hospitality underscore queens you can slide in the dms if you like let us know your thoughts or if you just have a dope ass um hotel that you work at stay at and you want to give them a shout out i'm here for that because i love to find good accommodations of places to stay um as i have lots of travel coming up so mm -hmm. yeah so did you wait so what was your experience did you talk about it last show or well, you had a bad experience or a good experience at a hotel? It was bar. just mediocre. Like I've so oh, wow. I've been to a couple of different bars at hotels. This last one was like the courtyard. The most complaint I had was their valet service. Um, mm. but that's something I pushed out. But their their bar, like their bar cafe area, which was like it, I don't. It wasn't a restaurant. Additional because some rest like hotels have like a restaurant outside of it right. or in source, but they call it something else. This one was just. Mm -hmm no other name however there was never anyone available at the counter and i know that the people did multiple jobs and the reason mm. being is because like you would see the same dude that as your cashier he'd go behind the counter and then he'd come back with food not too long ago or he's just gone for a long time there's also like a little plating area he was back there plating the food he over there yo barista like mm. he was doing a lot and my hotel experience which i have talked about here as I worked at the Hyatt place when I was like a teenager and mm -hmm. I had that, like that was part of the, like our thing. Like we had the front desk, but we had this little cafe situation on the side where I had to make coffees and teas and all mm -hmm. types of like pizza, like oven raid pizza though. You know, I didn't have to leave that area, but like they had to leave their area and this was uh, in Indianapolis. So it was just interesting because you're when when they're so stretched, you don't want to order. And so like one of the nights mm -hmm. I stayed, I didn't even order. I just went to like they have like a whole like store inside the hotel where mm -hmm. the front desk can check you out. And I just ended up getting something from there because I saw like the the overwhelmness of him, of him walking around. But I did go to a bar that was across this like or kind of like around the corner from the hotel I was staying at. It was a bar attached to the hotel, but it had a name. I can't remember something corner. And it was like just mediocre service. I feel like like someone that's worked at a bar for a really long time that just wants to take your drink order versus like actually giving you service. And I find mm -hmm. that like it was, it, I don't think it was appropriate because it was a hotel that's pretty nice that this restaurant's attached to right across from the convention center. You're getting traffic mm -hmm. for days. Like you're, you're, you're at a, a prime location period. Mm -hmm. point blank. So I feel like sometimes when there's prime 
areas like maybe you know maybe it's quieter and you that all that extra doesn't need to be there but when you're in a really good prime location like setting off like across from the convention center everyone's here for a convention your money is long i do think that giving service is important i do because that's your money you only mm-hmm. see these people once in a while versus like a bar or restaurant. You can you can get regulars. You can have your rapport. You can have the locals bring their you know cousin here for their birthday. Mm-hmm. It's different versus like when you're in a very like touristy or like work related place. You kind of need to give that service. And I w- I think I didn't receive that service at a place that I think that was really prime time. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, it's not it's not to complain on it. It's just like you do expect levels of service. And I find that hotels have a lot of downtime in my mm-hmm. eyes. So I feel like the service should always be superb. And that's just me because of the lack of stress they actually have to deal with as you would in a restaurant. Like mm-hmm. restaurant only is very intense. When you have a hotel attached um, you have a sense of support. You have a lot of people available. You can mm-hmm. call the front desk girl. You can call, you got multiple managers working on You got a lot of support. It's, it's unless support. they're short staffed. Yes, unless they're short staffed. Absolutely. That's totally, you know, Especially understandable. This, this time. But I think, like, yeah, a lot of people hotel are, people are easier, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be like, oh, we're just short staffed today. We'll get it to you when you can. We'll bring it to your room or come back down. We'll call you. Kind of have like a little bit of leeway in that hotel ish vibe. Like, when someone comes to a restaurant, they, they don't have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you were there, like, you were their punching bag if something doesn't go wrong because there's no other outlets in a hotel. They can go outside, hit the, the patio. They they live here, you know, or they're staying here. Like, they can, they're most sometimes they're there with a colleague or a friend. So it's really, they can kind of get wrapped up in combo quicker, easier. They have amenities. Um, so I just still find that, like, even short staff you do have a sense of a little bit of level of something. There's just something missing there, but I could be wrong on the food and bed on the, on the hotel side. I just got to hear the perspective because it wasn't giving. It wasn't giving. It's not my first time seeing it. I just always find that entry. I worked at a hotel twice. I tried it and I didn't like it. It didn't work for Mm -hmm. me. It would never work for me. It would never work, but there could be a component that I'm missing. And I think that, you know, um it's always nice to hear different perspectives in the hospitality realm because at the end of the day we do have a voice we are a service that is being given to all the people that are working or you just need a nightcap and i think it's important that we find a best way to service the people in this day and age so yeah we were talking about working in like restaurants in the airport too how that can be super stressful of like all those people and all that i'm like Or even like um, in casinos and stuff like that. It's like a whole different breed. So many people that are coming in and out, like is that's a whole different piece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I worked in um, I worked in the airport, so I bartended in the airport. I served in the airport before Dallas area. You you make good money for the time frame, but for Mm -hmm. me, it wasn't logically like a good move because I don't live close to the airport. Like if you live close to the airport, it makes more sense because you mm-hmm. have to take a shuttle in. You can't park close. Like 
there's a lot of like things that just make it a little bit harder. Plus the people, they're in a rush, they're moving quickly. It's just a lot. But I do find like, fun fact, I didn't even say this. So I was traveling to Chicago and I went to the Fridays in the airport. Mm-hmm. And I used to work at the Fridays here in the Irving area years ago. And I had my Fridays crew before I transferred to the one in Florida. Well, I saw one of the girls that I worked with in there and I was like, nah, this ain't her. Like it can't be, this is her. So I, I did some digging. I went and um, double checked that this was her mm-hmm. and it was her. And, like, I literally haven't seen her since like 2008 you know, like in person, in real life, we're friends like on social media, we are friends Mm -hmm. on social media, but to see a real life person and then just to talk to her, she was telling me people still around and stuff like that. It just felt really good um, to have that Friday's family. If you guys know me and Whitney and our other part of our lovely group all met at Friday's Um, and it just hit different on the culture. So I could definitely see like, if Fridays can keep you even from going to a store location to the airport, you're doing mm-hmm. something right, period, mm-hmm. period. Um, and the other girl that I was asking for, I always miss her because actually I, every time I fly through the A terminal, I always go to that Fridays because she used to work there. And I've always mm-hmm. just wanted to see her because I've traveled so much. And I I, I always miss her. And it's her for the first time I got to see somebody and find out she still works there. I just literally miss her every time. It just never fails. But um there's levels to it, right? Like there's people that can handle a high stress chaos. I got quick go, quick go. And there's people that can't. I think that if you want quick, fast money, you're willing to work in the mornings, you live close to an airport. That is the way to go. It's the Mm -hmm. way to go. It's the way to go. No cap. Like I recommend working at the airport. If you want, if you ever wanted a daytime bartending serving job, and you live near an airport, that's the, like, you, you're going to win. You make guapo early day. You give good service, you make stupid dumb money. I make really good money for lunch. Like, it's a good lunch. Like, you can make, it's, it's it could be your nine to five. And be, you could be out by three. And that's a beautiful feeling. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. a beautiful feeling. So, um, definitely not for the week, though. You got to be able to handle the pressure. But... I'm here for it. And shout out to TGI Fridays. I don't know what they're doing to keep their employees on, but honey, we know a lot of people that still up in it. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's real. I, I really commend anyone that can stay that long in something. I just don't I don't be knowing if I have the cap- capability of doing that, but I'm here for everybody that does. Yeah, because obviously food and bev has really high turnover rates, so yeah so yeah shout out to shout tgi out to, shout out to tgi and shout outs to you guys um listening and following the podcast maybe you have friends families or just you love your local bar so much feel free to share it with your favorite bartender or server or your friends and family we would love to have more people in the hq community yes it's lit um, and I think to the management too, I feel like that says a lot because poor management, I feel like if there's certain, you know, certain Fridays or I've had different Friday experience where I'm like, yeah, I would not stay at that particular one. But um, yeah, I think it's a lot of, a lot of different things. So 
Um, it starts at the top. And also, too, the corporates, they have, well, I think they're all now corporate. I feel like they used to have, like, standalone ones, and I think they all have to be corporate now, or maybe not. I know something changed, because the one I used to work at here was not a corporate restaurant, but it got switched over to a corporate restaurant, like, a few years ago, so, um, because they used to do, like, these like after dark parties when I worked there. And that was not a Friday's thing, but they were able to do that because someone owned it. So I think that could make a big difference too. Yeah, for sure. It's all the foundation that you lay. Mm-hmm. And the option that you can work at the airport. I think that's dope too. Like you can kind of mix it up, mix up your environment a little bit from your norm of dealing with like the more like family style to something more like fast paced like that. So that's dope. You have those opportunities to spread your wings. Spread your wings and fly. It's a lot of flying that's about to be going down in my world and I'm excited. Fly away like little butterflies. Do you live your life? Leave it, live it unapologetically and share good hospitality. You don't have to be mean, you don't have to be unthoughtful, care about others, show up for others, show up for people, act like you care, have compassion, be a good person in and out and good things will happen to you, period. period. So I make sure you follow that. me at Get Toned with E on Instagram and Get Toned Wellness for all your wellness needs. Uh, make sure you follow hospitality underscore queens on Instagram because we would love to see you there. You can follow me on Instagram at WhitneyWhite1 underscore and you can shop my store at Shop2230 on Instagram and Facebook. And until next time.